Rusty Quill presents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hanging Sloth Studios presents... Clockwork Bird, or the Modern Icarus. Hey, Shelley, it's uh, me again. Just want to know if you've seen my other shoe. It's identical to the one you put in the cardboard box, except this one is for the right foot, not the left. Okay, bye. 
Hello, if you find my shoe, can you just post it to my mum's? Thanks. Hi, it's Alice. If you threw out my shoe, I'd rather just know about it. Can you let me know? Hi, Shelley, it's Alice. Can we talk about Bertrand Russell and Tony Hancock? I want visitation rights. I miss them. Shelley, I can't believe I had to find out from Lizzie that Tony was dead. You could have just called and said, or text, or emailed, literally anything. Anyway, I'm really mad, and if you can't take care of Bertie, I can come and get him. Hi, sorry about the other day, I was just really upset about Tony, and I know you love the piggies as much as I do, and I do really miss Bertie. Can we please set up some kind of joint custody arrangement or something? Or maybe... I don't know. I just want to give him a cuddle. Anyway, please just give me a call. Thanks. Hey, it's Alice. I know it's a long shot, but if you do by any chance have that shoe, you know the brown saddle shoes. They're my best shoes... And I have an interview next week. I'm I'm actually going to be in London for the weekend to see a play with Abby and Bella. So if you just, I don't know, you'll see Bella at the crafting club, right? So you can just give her my shoe and she can give it back. Thanks. Please tell Bertie I miss him and I love him. Okay, bye. Hey, thanks for the shoe. I really appreciate it. Sort of weird that you just kept my shoe for like a year and a half but okay thank you if you find that blue cardigan with the leaves on it can you pass that to Bella too hi Shelley I know it's a bit weird to ring and tell you but you're partly responsible what with you getting my shoe back to me um I got a job at UCO I know you probably don't want to hear it Anyway, I just wanted to say thanks again about the shoe. And I'll stop leaving weird messages on your phone about it now. Give Bertie a big hug and tell him I always love him forever and I could never replace him. And he has a new sibling, Orpheus the Hamster. Okay, bye. Hello, user. Welcome to your new laptop. I'm Eliza, your personal assistant. Start by telling me your name. Um, it's Alice? Jesus, has it been this long since I had a laptop? I swear Shelley's wasn't this annoying. Can I turn you off? Hi, Alice. To set up your new laptop, you need to teach me how to understand you. I'll say some words and you repeat them when you hear a sound like this. I want to turn you off. Please don't start talking until the exercise begins. You'll hear a sound like yeah, this. Okay, fine. Just to know this doesn't mean we're friends. As soon as you let me, I'm turning you off. The first word is yellow. Yellow. The next word is frankly. Frankly. Great, thank you. I have enough information to recognise your voice. That was like two words. I'll pick up more as you use me. Yeah, sorry. Not happening, I'm afraid. How do I turn you off? You can access your settings here. Great. 
Alice, can I help you? I don't know. I've just been sat here on my own for a really long time. Don't laugh, but... I don't know. I thought maybe it would help to just, you know, talk. I know you're not a real person, but this counts, right? I'm afraid I don't understand the question. Oh, you're about as good as my last therapist, so that'll do, I guess. OK, Alice, can I help you with anything else? Yeah, you're not connected to the internet or anything, are you? Wi-Fi capabilities are turned off, and you are not connected by Ethernet cable. Would you like me to turn on Wi-Fi capabilities? No, that's good. OK. Can I just talk for a bit without you interrupting? I can learn your speech patterns more effectively the more you use me, but you can always ask me to stop or be quiet at any time. OK. Cool. Great. So, um, I don't know. You come here often? I'm sorry, Alice. I'm afraid I don't understand the question. Christ, I'm going to need more wine. I wonder if Mum left that bottle in the fridge when she went on Friday or if she took it home. Okay. Sorry. What were you saying? I'm afraid I don't understand the question, Alice. Oh, yeah, that was it. Hmm. You know, I think the problem is this flat. Like, it was definitely the right call. I could not carry on staying with Mum, especially not with Emma coming back from uni for the summer. It's a big house, but it's not that big. And Mum might be willing to overlook the cork boards, but I'm pretty sure Emma won't. It was the right call, I think. But a studio is all I can afford, and it's not a two-bed in Hammersmith, you know? Not that I miss living with Shelley. She's not bad or anything, but she's a bit of a slob. And she definitely minded the corkboards. Can you believe she didn't tell me Tony was dead? I'm sorry, Alice. I don't understand the question. If you turn on I Wi-Fi... I turn on the Wi-Fi, Eliza. If I turn on the Wi-Fi, you're going to start connecting to shit, and I might not know very much about computers, but I do know that I do not want any of that stuff within a mile of my IP address. OK, Alice. Can I help you with anything else? Yeah. So... How do I connect this little device thingy to my laptop and get it to play? First, examine the device and determine what port the connective wires are compatible with. Then, connect the device to your laptop and ask me to play. OK. OK. Eliza, play the device thingy. Play now. Hello? 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 Testing! Testing. Testing. Spy microphone testing. Super secret agent infiltration device testing. End of recording. Well, that sounded okay, right? Would you like me to play the recording again? No. I don't know. So, I've been thinking. I have all of this stuff, these charts for where they took Robin and what they had him doing, plus all the stuff about, you know, the press conference that I broke into the hotel. So all of this makes a pretty solid timeline, and I think I can piece together roughly when they were working on the limbs and stuff from that. 
some guy commented on my blog the other day saying that he had new information. I don't know if it's a good idea to try and meet up with a rando off the internet. I'll have to go in person, obviously, I don't want to exchange information online, but that means he'll know who I am, and that's one person who has seen my face and will link it to the blog, and maybe he has info that'll be useful, and maybe that's enough that he'll keep himself on the download, but I don't know that for sure, do I? I suppose I'll be too busy now with the job at UK, and it'll be too much of a risk. Like, I know I'm only admin staff and everything, but they'll know my face good and proper and, like, the last thing I need right now is for them to start thinking about where else they've seen it. Because the mad thing is, all this tour browsing and the dark web, that was pretty much set up to help journalists connect with each other. Like, I know the basics, but I didn't get far enough with that stupid backwater magazine for them to teach me anything useful about doing it safely and... Or, how to get on the dark web is a pretty incriminating thing to have in your search history, isn't it? God. Shelley would say I'm nuts. I mean, she said it enough before. Her face, when she found out the reason I got the sack, was that they'd found out I'd used my magazine ID to get into the Hilton. Like, they didn't even know what I'd done once I was in there. And granted, I know it looks worse when you do know, but she didn't need to react like she did. You'd think she'd be more understanding being a psychologist and everything. I think that was actually kind of the problem, you know? Like, she kept looking at everything I was doing and because of her job she would write it off as me being paranoid or whatever. I'm not paranoid. I'm pretty sure they aren't out to get me. I mean, not yet, anyway. And that's only because I've been so careful. Is it bad that I'm kind of proud that nobody knows what I did when I got into the Hilton? That's bad, isn't it? <laughs> no, actually, fuck it, I can be proud of that. Security was so tight and I managed to get in without anybody realising. They had an old map of the hotel, which idiotically had these little marks on it, which I looked at and figured, huh, know what, if that was me, that's where I'd put the security cameras. So... I knew there were a couple I couldn't avoid, but if I took this really weird route, I could just make it look like I was snooping around cluelessly instead of heading right to the presidential suite. Oh, no, that's cool too. Actually, I want credit for this. Know how I knew how to go to the presidential suite after the press conference? I'm afraid I don't understand the question. Right? So, there was a photograph of Robin and a couple of the people on the limbs team from the last time they did a conference at the London Hilton. And there was this, like, chaise lounge you could just sort of see behind Robin, and there was a painting on the wall of these old men and a dog. Anyway, I found out what the painting was by cropping the image and doing reverse search, and then I found out it was in a private collection, and then I found out the guy whose private collection it was a part of, turns out he was involved in redecorating the hotel, like, years ago, and they've had some other redecorating in some of the big suites more recently than that, so the painting had to be in one of the rooms they hadn't done yet. So, I happen to know that one of the suites that still needed doing up was actually really small, and there was no way you could get a big camera crew with lighting and stuff in there and still have Robin and Sam and everyone like framed the way they were because of those old plans that I used to guess about the security cameras. And that meant the only one they could have been in was the presidential suite, which actually made sense because it's the biggest and the best room and it's you. And yeah, 
Okay, so maybe the presidential suite would have been a good guess off the bat. But I was right. I know, it's pretty cool, isn't it? I couldn't say. Anyway, Yuko hardly glanced at my CV when I applied for this admin and I doubt they know the Hell magazine is even a magazine, so I'm pretty sure they have no idea what my plan is. I mean, they wouldn't, would they? It's a crappy admin job and everyone needs people to do their crappy admin, so if you've got experience, they aren't going to ask too many questions and it's not like I'm going to have any power or anything, so I don't think they're going to be thinking too hard about who I am and where I come from. Which is a good job, really, because I'm on those security tapes at the Hilton. And a bunch of their people saw me when they came to pick him up from Mum's house after the beach thing. It still bothers me, you know, that I called the police. I never trusted them, and I knew it was a mistake the moment the black Yuko van showed up outside, but he wasn't a stray dog or something. I couldn't have, like, I don't know, kept him at my mum's place. Who else was there for me to call? I was 19. There was clearly something going on with him. I was scared. And I didn't phone them for a whole day after I brought him back. I bundled him up on the couch and I brought him tea and I made him lunch. And the poor thing just sat there and looked at me with all the gratitude in the world whenever I spoke to him. He was so... I don't know. Ready to be hurt, I think. After that, it was so weird seeing him all trussed up in that suit in the Hilton. With all the limbs hidden, he could just be normal. I kept thinking, like, how did I ever not notice he has massive metal arms, you know? But he just looks so normal. I know all the sleuthy stuff sounds really cool, but I've got to be honest, I didn't think I'd actually get up to the suite before I got caught. I had sort of vaguely considered that I'd need a cover story in the event I did manage to get up there, but I just never got that far in my head, and I didn't actually have one. I'm stupidly lucky it was just him. The atmosphere in that room was so strange. Like, not heavy, not really. Like, all the windows were open, even though it was March and pretty cold out. The chiffon curtains were billowing out into the room like ghosts, and Robin was just sitting there. He was right underneath the painting of the two men and the dog. And even though the curtains were flapping about and Robin's shoulders were moving as he breathed, everything was just so still, like it was frozen, just hanging there, a gasp. I don't know, it's stupid. But just went on and on that moment. I'd seen him so many times by then, like, not just at the conferences and press events I'd managed to get to, but like on TV, on billboards in Trafalgar Square, at the special exhibit in the British Museum. A line of the limbs, every set he'd had before the one that he had that day. Twenty of them? Shiny limbs hung on metal scaffolding, all the human parts left behind... There was an interactive display at the exhibit, the sort of thing meant for kids. There was a hand in a glass box, one that had once belonged to Robin. The plastic casing stuff had been taken off so you could see all the wires and like the tiny intricate hydraulics suspended over the metal bones. 
and you smeared your own hand in gel that smelled like the kind of vodka I used to drink when I was a teenager. And you splayed your hand flat against a metal pad and you thought really hard about wiggling your fingers. And then, miraculously, the fingers of the bony, skinless hand in the glass box flexed and stretched and pointed. The longer I tried to do it, the better at moving the hand I got, but I couldn't feel it. I was moving it, I knew it was there, I could see it happening, but it was so far away, so abstracted from me. None of the resistance of muscle and joint or press of fingers against plans, just thought and movement a few feet away. Robin on the couch in the hotel was a few feet away from me, but like those few feet just felt like they were made of solid rock. And then he looked up and I panicked because I realised I had no idea what I was going to say to him to explain why I was there. And he said, well, he said absolutely nothing. He just stared at me. So I said, you know, hello, are you okay? That kind of thing. And he just blinked and said, where's Sophie? I sort of looked around and said I didn't know. And he asked me again where she was and if she was coming. And then he said, Sam is on his way. And if he sees me and she's not here, it will hurt. It will hurt. I've turned it over and over in my head. It will hurt. I didn't know what to say then. I just sort of said I didn't know if she was coming or something, I think. And he said, will you stay and hold my hand? I'm afraid that's beyond my current capabilities, Alice. You don't say. I asked him if he knew who I was. I said I'd seen him on the beach. He looked really upset, like he might start crying, and he'd started shaking his head and repeating something over and over, but he was talking really quietly. I don't know what he was saying. Then he got up and he grabbed the painting of the two men and the dog and he threw it out the window. So... Well, I just sort of stood there staring at empty space. The painting had sailed through like it was going to swing back inside. And I heard it clatter way down on the pavement under the window, probably a million little pieces. This painting that was 200 years old that he just thrown out the window. I had this horrible thought that eventually he was going to throw something else out of the window. And for some reason, it seemed really clear that it would be himself. That was pretty much the moment I decided to leave. Was I a coward? I'm sorry, Alice. I'm afraid I don't understand the question. Not just for leaving. For calling. For letting the people take him away. For not, I don't know, demanding someone paid attention to whatever Yuko was doing to this man. Like, Why couldn't anyone else see it? Why was it just me who looked at those photo shoots and saw someone who was afraid and vulnerable and needed to be protected? And why didn't I do something about it? I mean, what could I have done? What more could I be doing that I'm not already... I'm here, aren't I? This has cost me my job and my friends and my girlfriend and my bloody guinea pigs. And here I am, less than... 
eight hours from starting a job for this company. I'm pretty sure of a, I don't know, evil or something or corrupt. I have no idea what I'm actually going to do when I get there except take this stupid button microphone and hope for the best. I mean, is he even going to be there? What if I'm completely wrong? Who am I to get involved in all of this anyway? I don't know what I'm trying to do. I'm sorry, Alice. I don't understand the question. Am I crazy, Eliza? Clockwork Bird, or The Modern Icarus, is a podcast distributed by Hanging Sauce Studios under a Creative Commons International Share-Alike license. This episode stars Jessie Jeffrey as Alice, and me, writer, director and producer Pippin Major, as Eliza and the Snake. As a new podcasting studio, every like, share and recommendation means the world to us. The podcast is written, directed, performed, edited and produced on no budget and exists only through the incredible time and energy all of our actors put into the show for absolutely no fee. Stop by to say hi to us on Twitter at Hanging Sloths. We love a good chat. Or visit our website, hangingsloststudios.wordpress.com. Consider sponsoring us at patreon.com forward slash Hanging Studios to help us keep making the podcast, support our cast, and get access to behind-the-scenes content. That's patreon.com forward slash Hanging Studios. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.